0: Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Justin Peters. I hope that you and your family are doing well today. I want to thank you very much for joining me for this podcast. And today we're going to be taking a look at Stephen Furtick. I've not yet done a video on Stephen Furtick, but I am often asked about him in uh, QA sessions and things like that. In fact, I've just recently, um, there goes Mia, I've just recently. Put in some videos, in fact, these two videos that that I'm going to show you in my seminar, Clouds Without Water, that is a biblical critique of the Word of Faith movement. And you may be thinking, oh, well, Stephen Furtick, he's not Word of Faith, is he? Yeah, for all intents and purposes, he is. And we're going to be looking today at him saying and teaching that um, I am God Almighty. Now, that has gotten, uh, that clip has gotten quite a bit of traction. And some have said, well, yeah, that was. Really bad, but it was just a gaffe. But I'm going to show you that I really do not think that that was a gaffe on his part because uh, it's not the first time that he has made a statement like this. So, uh, Stephen Verdick teaches, for all intents and purposes, the word faith doctrine known as the Little God's Doctrine. And so, I'm going to show you two clips of this and have some comments, and then I will show you more evidence of why I think he is. We should pretty much call him Word of Faith, even though on paper he is Southern Baptist. His church, Elevation Church, is Southern Baptist, but uh, the theology has really become now indistinguishable from Word Faith theology. So this is the first clip. This is from this year, 2021.
1: Don't let anybody put anything on you that will cause you to forget what God put in you. The fight that you have to win for your life has not been with them. It's always been in you. Because if you believe it's in you, there's nothing anybody can put on you that can cancel what I put in you. Before you were born, I appointed you a prophet to the nations. It's always been in you. And there's nobody that can leave my life that can keep God from keeping his covenant with me. I'm not in covenant with a person. I'm not in covenant with a political party. I'm in covenant with God Almighty. I am God Almighty. Get that off you. That's not your name. That's not your station. That's not your end. It's in me. It's in me.
0: Now the first thing I want to say is that red flags go up with me everywhere when I see any preacher who is obviously trying to bring attention to himself, to his looks, to his physique. And Stephen Furtick does that regularly. You saw it on full display right there, wearing those tight shirts showing off his physique and beating his chest. Uh, He's obviously trying to bring attention to himself. And that is a huge red flag with me. I've seen this before. and Chavidjan comes to mind. He did the same thing. Uh, so that, that is a problem uh, when any preacher tries to bring attention to himself. A pastor's job is to exposit the word of God, feed the sheep, bring attention to Christ. He is to make as much of Christ as he can and make as little of himself as he can. And Stephen Furtick, to any fair observer, does not do that. So that's that's the first thing I wanna say. Aside from that, the theology. I am God Almighty. Now, people, again, have tried to pass that off as a flub. It was a gaffe, he didn't really mean it. And I was kinda of tempted to say, man, you know, just, a, just a, a Joe Biden moment or something like that, you know, just a gaffe. But I don't think it was a gaffe because it's not the first time he has said this watch this. I'm going to show you some clips from a sermon he preached just two years ago, 2019, where he says basically the same thing.
1: The Lord has given me something today that is so beautiful to me,
0: and I pray that I can show it to you. Okay, I want to interrupt here just for a moment. Did you notice the source of his authority? What you're about to hear is something that God has given to him, and this is something you hear regularly from Stephen Furtick, that God speaks to him, God gives him this. uh, What he presents to people is is from above. So he is claiming divine authority for what he is about to say. Typical, by the way, of word-faith preachers.
1: Let us make man in our image. God needed someone to show the world what he looked like, or else he would have just been a concept. God would have been an abstract theory. So he made man and woman to reflect who he was. He needed someone to show his nature through. So he
0: made me and you. Okay, dear friends, you just heard Stephen Furtick say twice that God needs us. This is standard word faith theology, the belief that God needs us. Uh, Creflo Dollar is one example. He says, God needs your consent and cooperation to bring forth a manifestation in the earth. And that is just one of, I I could literally give you hundreds of examples of word faith teachers saying that God needs us. It is pretty standard uh, word faith theology. And here you see Stephen Furtick teaching the same thing because his theology is becoming increasingly word faith. Dear friends, God has need of no one and no thing. And I would say too, that Stephen Furtick, even though he's a graduate of Southern Seminary, um, he should probably brush up on the attributes of God because God did not create us because he needed us. God does not have a man-shaped hole in his heart. This is just absurd theology. It's actually quite heretical. God has need of no one and no thing. Now, here comes the little God's doctrine. James said something curious. He said...
1: If you listen to the word and don't do it, you're like a man who looks at himself in a mirror. In the beginning was a word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. My maker is my mirror. God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. You are not my maker, you will not be my mirror. When God said, I am to Moses, you know, my name is I am. He was trying to get him to see you are as I am.
0: I want to play that part again so you don't miss it.
1: When God said, I am to Moses, you know, my name is I am. He was trying to get him to see you are
0: as I am. Dear friends, let me tell you something. That's heresy. What you just heard is heresy. And it is absolutely indistinguishable from the little God's doctrine of the word faith movement. In fact, let me show you this. This is a quote from Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland says, and I say this with all respect so it don't upset you too bad, but I say it anyway. When I read in the Bible where he says I am, I just smile and I say I am too. And that quote, when I present that quote in my Clouds Without Water seminar, that is that garners uh, a lot of gasps from the audience, rightly so. Every time I show that, people in the audience gasp when they read that. It's heresy. And Stephen Furtick teaches the exact same thing. I tell you what, it is an indictment on the Southern Baptist Convention that this man in his church is quote-unquote church, Elevation Church, is allowed to remain in the Southern Baptist Convention. That's heresy. Straight-up word-faith theology. When the Bible says that God created man in His image, that means that as human beings, you and I are the pinnacle of His creation, and we have the potential, the capacity, through a saving relationship with Jesus Christ, to know God. None of the other created order has that privilege and ability and as the pinnacle of his creation as human beings created in the image of God that means that we as humans share in what is known as the communicable attributes of God okay now let me let me explain so uh, the attributes of God the characteristics of God also known as the perfections of God they are divided into two different uh, categories incommunicable attributes and communicable attributes the incommunicable attributes of God are those attributes those perfections which God and God alone possesses sometimes referred to as the the omnis of God the omnipresence he is everywhere all at the same time he is in all places uh, at all times omnipresent the omniscience of God he knows all things the omnipotence of God. He can do all things that are within His will. So, uh, those are the omnis, those are the incommunicable attributes of God that God and God alone possesses. We do not, in any shape, form, or fashion, participate or share in the incommunicable attributes of God. The communicable attributes of God, however, we do share in, uh, sometimes referred to as the moral attributes. Uh, attributes such as uh, faithfulness, mercy, kindness patience these are some of the communicable attributes of God so these these communicable attributes God per, God possesses in perfection in their fullness we just kind of dip our toes in the water a little bit if you will we share in them but only in a very minuscule way. God has them in their fullness in their in their perfection. We just kind of dip our toes in the water. We can be we can be faithful, but we cannot be faithful like God is faithful. We can we can show mercy to people, but we cannot show mercy to the extent to the perfection that God shows mercy. Does that make sense? So um yes, we share in his communicable attributes, not in his incommunicable attributes. But, friends, that does not mean that we are gods. That does not mean that we are God Almighty, like Stephen Furtick says. Or that when God said to Moses, I am, he was telling Moses who he was, who Moses was. That is is sheer heresy. The Bible is very clear. There is only one God, and we ain't him. That may not be very good grammar, but that's real good theology. There is only one God. And he will not share his glory with another. He is a jealous God. And so this this little God's doctrine, this is standard fare for the word faith movement. Uh, Speaking of word faith, uh, let me give you a little more evidence of why I say now that Stephen Verdick is now, for all intents and purposes, word faith. Stephen Verdick has been hanging out and partnering with and endorsing known word faith false teachers. And we can begin by looking at who Stephen Furtick openly says is his model preacher, the man to whom he looks up more than any other man, any other person, any other preacher. His model in ministry is T.D. Jakes, the pastor of Potter's House Church in Dallas, Texas. Well, this is problematic because T.D. Jakes is not only prosperity gospel. He's not only word of faith. He is oneness Pentecostal. And what that means is, as a oneness Pentecostal, T.D. Jakes rejects the doctrine of the Trinity. He does not believe in the Trinity. He holds to something known as modalism. And modalism is the belief that God, as the name implies, basically changes modes. Sometimes God has his father hat on. Then sometimes God will put his son hat on, and then he'll put his Holy Spirit hat on. But he is not three in one. He is modalism rejects that God is one being in three distinct persons. In fact, this is a screenshot that I took of the Potter's House statement of faith, T.D. Jake's statement of faith. I took this screenshot today. And it says that we believe that there is one God, creator of all things, infinitely perfect and eternally existing in three manifestations, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Not persons, manifestations. So sometimes God manifests as the Father, then he will manifest as the Son, then he will manifest as the Holy Spirit, but not three in one. So this is... One God in three manifestations, that is classic uh, modalism. That's classic modalistic terminology. So his model in ministry is quite literally an objective heretic. T.D. Jakes is not a Christian. If you do not believe in the Trinity, you cannot be a born-again Christian. And his word of faith credentials continue. This is a screenshot of a conference at which he spoke a few years ago, and you see here he is gathered with Jesse Duplantis. Jesse Duplantis is a oh gosh, Jesse Duplantis is one of the most obvious false teachers that you could ever imagine. This is a guy who claims that he went to heaven on a cable car. Uh, I mean, Jesse Duplantis is just. I mean, if you if you can't tell. That Jesse Duplantis is a false teacher, then you probably should not be allowed outside of the home without adult supervision. I mean, it is just that obvious that he is a false teacher, just blatantly obvious. But oh, oh, along with Jesse Duplantis, you got Samuel Rodriguez, and that is uh, Perry Stone, Word Faith false teacher. Of course, Rod Parsley there, and uh, Stephen Furtick and Kim Potier, Kimberly Jones Potier. Kimberly jones Potier is the, uh, <laughs> pastrix of Limitless Church in Fayetteville, Georgia. Uh, she calls herself Real Talk Kim and very, um, what's the word? Eccentric looking. When my wife first saw her, she thought that she was the, uh, the singer, uh, pink. I don't keep up with such things, but, uh, but yeah, but she does kind of is kind of a dead ringer for pink. But, uh, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, look at this. I mean, that's, that's, that's just the image that you have, right? When you think of a pastor, you think of a shepherd of a local flock, a a local body of Christ. That is exactly the image that you should have in your mind, right? Just absolutely absurd. A word of faith, false teacher. And here you see Stephen Furtick with Rod Parsley. Rod Parsley is the pastor of World Harvest Church in Columbus, Ohio, and he is lock, stock, and barrel word faith. He makes several appearances in my seminar, Clouds Without Water. I've watched him for a number of years. He is one of the worst of the worst, and Rod Parsley just lavishes praise on Stephen Furtick and vice versa. Here you see Rod Parsley saying of Furtick, the man, the myth, the legend, and my friend, ladies and gentlemen, the next great general of a generation. Um, it's interesting. You can, when you watch Stephen Furtick preach and you watch Rod Parsley preach, there's there's a lot of uh, almost eerie similarities. They n- not only teach basically the same thing, same theology, have a lot of the same mannerisms and the same uh, personas. Just one example. Uh, watch this. Because when Naaman obeyed that instruction, the miracle of God was released. Just like I'm believing with you right now somebody 's laying hold on a miracle i can I can perceive it i I can perceive that virtue 's going forth out of me. I feel your faith pulling on me right now. That is a shocking statement what Rod Parsley just said there. He said, "I feel virtue going out of me. I mean when you hear that phrase, you automatically think of what 's storing the New testament the the woman with the issue of blood, right, and touched the hem of Jesus' garment. Jesus said, "Who touched me? For I feel virtue, power, go out of me." That that and, and then Rod Parsley says, "I feel your faith tugging on me." You, Rod Parsley, feel my faith tugging on you. So, so I guess now Rod Parsley should be the object of our faith. Just stunning, just absolutely stunning. But compare that with this from Stephen Furtick
1: if you don't have faith today borrow mine you're gonna make it I said so
0: very similar is it not Rod Parsley says he feels your faith tugging on him Stephen Furtick says you can borrow my faith if you don't have enough borrow mine Uh, birds of a feather and Stephen Furtick has also been a, a great promoter endorser and partner with Joyce Meyer, who also is Word of Faith and who also teaches the little God's doctrine. So you see, dear ones, Stephen Furtick is now just absolutely indistinguishable from Word of Faith theology, indistinguishable from some of the worst of the worst charlatans and heretics ever to disgrace the name of Jesus Christ and to bring reproach upon the gospel. As with all the false teachers, many of you have heard me say this before. I do not hate them. I do not hate Stephen Furtick. I do not hate Kenneth Copeland. I don't hate Benny Hinn. I pray for these people. I pray that God would bring them to repentance. And if God truly does bring them to repentance, then the first evidence of that will be that they will shut their ministries down. Because these men and women are not qualified to. To be preachers. They're not qualified. They are not biblically qualified to be behind the pulpit. They don't meet the qualifications for being an elder. They're not gentle. They're not peaceable. Uh, They're not self-controlled. They're not qualified to teach the Word of God. They are not qualified to be behind the pulpit. In fact, Christians in general, but elders especially, should not be known for coarse jesting or sexual overtones in their communications, much less in their preaching. But Stephen Furtick does this. In fact, let me show you a a short clip from this very same sermon. Watch this.
1: Is that when God found Abram, this was before he had a consonant in his name, the artist formerly known as Abram, he went on to be Abraham. He was the father of many nations. But when God called him, his stuff wasn't even working anymore. Abram did. Abram did, even though he had a hard time getting with it, even though he was like, you got any pills for that or anything like that? Because I'm old now.
0: So when God found Abram, he was so old that his stuff wasn't even working anymore. And you got any pills for that? Come on. That is just unbelievable. That is coarse jesting. That, That has no business coming from a preacher standing behind the pulpit ostensibly to convey something of the holiness of God. Uh, to his people. That is just completely out of bounds. This man is not qualified in any way to be a preacher. And so, if you are watching this and maybe, by some chance, maybe you are a member at Elevation Church or maybe you've been going to this church or you're thinking about going to this church, you've been watching Stephen Furtick, please, please, dear one, I beg you to leave. Stop listening to Stephen Furtick. He's a false teacher. Stop listening to the to these people. Find men who are biblically qualified to do what they do, who rightly divide the word of truth. I would commend to you men like John MacArthur and Steve Lawson and Paul Washer and uh, Jim Osman and there's there's a lot of good, truly qualified men to preach God's word. Stephen Furtick is not one of them. If you're in this church, please understand that you do not have a shepherd. Stephen Furtick is not a shepherd. You're not in a real church. You're not in a, a church that, that meets the Bible's definition for what a church is. You need to leave. A, a church, generally speaking, a church is not going to rise to a level of spirit, spiritual maturity above that of its leadership. It's just not. And so if you're in one of these bad churches and you think, well, I know there's some stuff wrong, but I, I want to be a, I want to be a source of light. I want to try to influence some people because I do have some truth. No, no don't. You're not going to change the church. You're not going to get out, flee, leave that place, and find a good, doctrinally sound, biblical church that is led by biblically qualified men. All right. Thank you very much for watching, dear ones. I hope that this has been helpful for you. Until our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you for listening to Didache. We hope that you were encouraged and edified by what you just heard. If you have a question or comment for Justin, or interested in more teaching resources, or would like to have him come and preach at your church or conference, you may contact him at justinpeters.org.